Now, we have, like, crossed paths before. Uh, yeah. I, I distinctly remember a con where you stopped by uh, during autographs, I think, to say hi. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, obviously, like, you know, online we've seen each other, but I, I uh, there was one, not just one, but... One main reason why I wanted to have you on, and this has been something that has applied to other guests as well. I'm super curious now. Now you got me hooked. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I don't mean, even besides know Besides, obviously, the fact that you seem like a you know relatively cool dude, but also... <laughs> I like you that you, have, tempered you... The, you tempered the expectation. You're like, relatively cool from what I yeah, can... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still kind of... We're getting to know each other, okay, right? Yeah, but, you yeah, know, as far as you know, I can tell, you know... <laughs> Solid dude, Thanks, but uh, you made a tweet about that. That uh, it was about uh, was it Shonen Jump? And I was like, "Yo, <laughs> this guy, uh, this guy, a fucking weeb. Uh, this guy, uh, old school weeb. I not even monthly, not even monthly, or not even weekly, son. Monthly, monthly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm like a." I'm I'm like a, a reformed weeb, but I, I keep dropping, I keep falling off the wagon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had periods of my life where uh, I was absolutely uh, deep into anime, deep into manga, even beyond the sort of mainstream. Uh, and um, and then I had I went and did adult things, like I went and got my sure, master's sure. degree, and uh, I, I I I moved to Los Angeles and pursued a career. So I have like this weird gap. I've got like this, right. I've got this late 2000s to early 2010s gap where someone's like soul eater. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, uh, so, but, but other than that, like for, from the nineties to like most of the 2000s. And then since I've been uh, in the voiceover industry, yeah, I still, I still very much enjoy JRPGs and manga and anime and, uh, and, and all that for sure. That's funny. That is not what I was expecting you to say. So <laughs> nice work. And it's, see, this is the kind of stuff that I'm interested in. Like sure. I, I like to, you know, or, or would you like me to ask you how to become a voice actor? No, I could uh, set the booth I'm in on fire right now while I'm in it. If you'd, yeah. if you'd rather, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I love digging into just like what people are, are into sure, or were sure. into or are currently into. And so, um, I would love to know just to start off, like, you know, what got you into the, the anime, the JRPGs, yeah. um, like, you know, what your favorites are or slash were, you know, kind of, let's just dig into that first. Bro, the nineties were weird. Listen, uh, we were partaking in Japanese content without really knowing it. Like if you were like mm. a kid or an adolescent in the nineties, you know, they were retooling so much stuff to where you know if, if you're playing super mario and you're 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 five you you don't know that it's coming from japan like you don't understand right, right. any of that shit and 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 was crazy in the 80s and 90s they were really good at like um and i say good with a grain of salt because i don't know if it's good or not but they were really good at americanizing japanese content so you know like we, your we, american mega man covers yeah and, you know, exactly like yeah american uh, metal gear solid covers for I, I still remember it for like i think it was ps1 i want to say and um mm -hmm. and, but then also the mainstream stuff that we we're getting like i would watch shows like sailor moon or something and, and not know i was getting this sort of watered down version of of anime like i, I also sure. and a lot of the animation was coming out of japan so like i think that's where for like people my age and i know i'm dating myself yeah, about to turn 40 but uh but but mm -hmm. like i think people my age that is their memory of it is, is sort of that's how you get into it and then as you get yeah. older and you start, you know, finding out through the social circles of what you're actually consuming. You're like, oh, shit, Street Fighters from Japan. Well, that makes sense, you know, and then you, you start to realize, oh, this is the media I'm enjoying and here's where I can get more of it. And back in my day, that, that meant going to fries or, or like, you know, Babbage's or some shit and finding like, yeah. like ports and getting like a cracked PS1 so you could play whatever. Or like, you know, you, you'd get on your Dreamcast and you'd be like, what's Berserk? And then you start playing this game <laughs> and you're like, this is badass. And now Berserk is my favorite anime. So um, th that was sort of like my soft entry into it. And then I really started to nerd out in college. Uh, sure. I was in the dorms. We had open co-ed dorms. 
games and uh, I was pretty deep in the weeb game. I'm talking like bad Japanese wall scrolls and, yeah. and, and like, you know, like that kind of shit, not realizing now how cringe it is. And then um, mm-hmm. we would open up our door and just have DBZ on. And I think it was like Cell Saga was the arc that was on mm. when I was in um, freshman year. And people would swing by like, they're like, what is this? And you're like, this is anime. Come check it out and watch these dudes scream with me for 22 minutes. So, um, right. yeah. And then um, as I learned more about it, I was like, oh, okay, this is what anime is. This is how I get into it. This is how I do it. And, um, and, and that was sort of how I, I started reading manga about that age too, like 2001. You know, I, I subscribed mm. to Shonen Jump Monthly, and that's when all the OGs were in there. It was like Yu Yu Hakusho, One Piece, and Shaman King, Naruto, mm. and some older some older run stuff was in there too. And then they would do like um they do like specials. I like I don't think they had rights to Bleach, but they would run like three Bleach chapters, and then the next thing you know, sure. you're at Barnes and Noble going and copping like one through twenty or something like that. You know, exactly. spending your lunch money on 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 manga. So that that was my my entry into it not even realizing sort of what i was watching i think the first anime movie i ever watched was ninja scroll i want to say where, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> where i realized it was anime i probably shouldn't have been watching it at the age that i was at i think it was one of those things like i went to the video store and i was like i want to watch this and my mom was like oh it's a cartoon about ninjas sure <laughs> and i feel like it's a rite of passage like everyone i know who's ever watched ninja scroll is like i watched it at way too young an age you know it's like yeah that is the gateway when for the a lot snake of comes out you realize what you're <laughs> like a, a little bit of violence you're okay with when that snake pops up you're like what am i watching but uh yeah, yeah just everyone's blockbuster rite of passage <laughs> exactly but, exactly um, yeah okay so i guess just some general questions first off just favorite anime of a favorite anime of all time oh, man that's really hard um well ninja scroll ended up being one of my favorite anime movies but it feels so dated now but um i just remember like it sort of transporting me like that and memories um, that anthology. Oh, Memories is great. That anthology yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah, and it was trippy because last year I ended up, they did a full remaster redub and I ended up doing it. And I had like these, nice, the, nice. these bizarre flashbacks of like, wait a minute, I, I saw this movie 25 years ago. I, I, it was hurting my brain. But like, yeah, most of them were like blockbuster experiences because I'm from like rural Midwest. So I was watching, mm. I was watching Akira. I was watching Memories. I, I, I knew that I didn't really know I was searching out anime but i knew what aesthetic i liked so i would i would find these these movies and watch them um but i I, all-time favorite serialized like bleach is up there for me just because i that was my first manga that i really started like buying regularly oh gotcha and then yeah and obviously huge dbz fan from from that era but like modern shows uh i really love my hero like i enjoy it a lot i uh, and and Mm -hmm. the, the fun part is i get to work on some of those shows now so yeah 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 so so for me it's a trip yeah I, i'm a little more selective about curating what i watch the for pleasure these days <laughs> so sure so yeah since, since i'm in the business i'm like okay i have watched uh 20 hours of anime this week just by working on it <laughs> am i gonna sit down and watch you know m- m- my neighbor the dragon warrior slime in the dungeon <laughs> like yeah i don't reincarnated know reincarnated <laughs> a thousand years ago yeah whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, it's a pretty common story. Like, uh, like a lot of voice actors I talk to are like, "Yeah, I was into it. Now I don't really get watch it anymore." You know, some people like me just never stopped. You know, just I'm just gobbled it up. You know, for yeah. our entire lives. But it's nice to hear because you know, I like I get it. There are plenty of people in the industry who like you know no idea what the fuck anime was sure. or have no connection to it and they just you know were just actors or you know they were just you know oh, and then they grew to love it or they you know that sort of thing yeah but it is what it is always nice to when i recognize when i'm like ah fellow fellow weeb huh ah <laughs> uh-uh. you know there's that there's that that is always kind of what you know gets me interested in like i kind of want to Sit down and talk to this person for a yeah, second. Like, it, used, know, like, it used to be my like bio somewhere. It used to be like undercover weeb or like undercover nerd. <laughs> am, am I still, All right. Because like you know, they, they, when you're trying to be professional, yeah, there's this fine line that you walk between professional and fan. And I feel like the people that are best at what they do have a passion for it that maybe has a genus in fandom and then evolves into just wanting to help make 
the art. So, um, sure. so that, that's, I feel like that's tightrope I watch. And let me be clear, like if, if a dope show comes along, I will, I will gobble it up in a day or two, especially if it's bingeable. Like, and, and there have been some stuff that I've been in where I was like, oh yeah, I sat down and watched Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, and, and like, mm-hmm. or like when One Punch Man came out and my dad was visiting, we were, I think we were building a booth in my old place. And I was like, dad, let's watch the show. It's 12 episodes. And the next thing we knew mm. in like two nights, we'd watch it all. And my dad, who's never watched anime, I was like, that was awesome. I was like, that was so fun. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if, if something really quality comes along, I'll, I'll definitely still watch it, even if I'm not in it. In fact, I prefer if I'm not in it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what are some recent examples of stuff that you've watched that you weren't in, but you still really enjoyed? Oh man, uh, a lot of films. Like I really loved uh, Your Name. I thought that was excellent. Mm, uh, yeah, and I know mm. I'm, uh, that was a little bit ago. But um, my hero up until now, like I'm about to, mm. I'm about to voice the uh, the main main bad guy in the in the third film. But that was one mm. I was just watching for for no reason because I thought I can turn this on and it's fun and it's silly and yeah. I, I don't have and I I love the voice acting and I love the the characters and I was like ah, I can just watch this and and you know. Enjoy, enjoy it and not have to think too hard about it, especially because up until the pandemic, I'd never really worked with Funimation before. And for me, mm. uh, hearing voices that I'm not used to hearing, like if I watch, if I'm watching the dub and I do like to watch, I watch, I watch subs and dubs probably equally, but I do like to listen sure. to the dubs just to see sort of like what's the baseline quality out there right now. And, uh, yeah. and, and I, and which can be wildly you know, I'll, I'll defend dubs all day, but it can be wildly, um, uh, <laughs> I mean, pretty far apart, pretty yeah. far apart. Mm-hmm. You can tell the gaps in, in the, in the quality of production, you know, but, um, that one I just yeah. enjoyed really watching. That was a big one. Um, what else did I watch? Oh, I was catching up on all of the, um, body horror stuff. Uh, I was catching up on, um, uh, G- uh Gantz and, uh, Paris, mm. Parasite. I really loved Parasite. I, I, I mm. it was one of those that had been on my list for years and I was like, yeah. And I, and I just went on this binge. Then I watched, uh, what is it? Um, it sounds like Inuyasha, but it's not, uh, it's about the old man. Uh, describe oh, it. It's the old man. Oh, 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 what's it called? Inuyashiki. Uh, I, I, the, yeah, yeah, he turns into a robot, right? Yeah. He turns into a robot and then he's got the bang. Inuyashiki. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved that one. I, I ended up watching the live action remake, which I movie, which I never do, which was also awesome. So yeah, y- yeah it depends. It depends on what's going on in my life. Like that's like, Oh no, absolutely. Wife, wife's, yeah, wife's, kinda... as, wife's asleep. Kids are asleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I watched some anime. Basically what happened with you and a lot of people with anime, that's kind of me with video games. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I loved, I loved video and I still love video games. I don't sure. get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a giant fucking nerd as can be seen by anything I've ever posted <laughs> online. But you know, uh, you know, I used to eat up video games, and nowadays it's much, like, I'm lucky if I can, like, play, like, one or, you know, a couple a year, if that. Yeah. Uh, it's... And then for some people, like, I know I know we, you know, we're both friends with Ray. Like, mm-hmm. Ray, you know, loves games, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that's, like, you know, his thing. So my next question is sort of, like, you know, if anime has sort of, like, it, mm. it's kind of dropped, dropped more let's say not casual but you know less less frequently than your 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 hot-blooded weeb days <laughs> yeah. then um what are what is like when you when you do have your free time or if you have your free time what is like th- your what's your shit like what do you most love to do <sighs> um hobby wise or anything like that interest wise i mean i think as far as like con- if we're talking about like consuming media which is very different than you know, like, you know, you're a huge um, board game guy. Uh, and I, yeah. I, I don't think mm-hmm. you would probably, I don't think you would probably lump that into the same, um, to the same use of expending time. I, 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 I don't necessarily believe that, that, that consuming media is a hobby, you know? <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's not, I think a hobby is something that you have to invest like, um, you have to inv- you have to like increase a skill set and 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 and, mm. and 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 sort of um gain knowledge i think that's the main purpose of a hobby i think consuming media is more of a a, a pastime and 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 an entertain entertainment so is, if that's mm. the question then I, i'm a huge cinephile there's rarely a movie mm. there's rarely a movie that comes out that i i i don't watch uh even if it's ba- sure. even if it's bad and uh I, yeah. I love to go to the movies the last two years have been crushing uh not to be able, not <laughs> right. to be able to go to the theater uh uh like i'll literally like 
if I say like the wife and kids are asleep and, and there's something that I want to see that I, I know my wife's not going to have any interest in, I'll literally go catch like the, the, the 1045 show by myself. Mm. And, you know, like that's because I, I know I won't get to see it otherwise. But then right, I, also right, get, right. I also get in trouble if I'm wrong, too. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I love movies. Uh, obviously, I, I, I love music. I listen to a lot of podcasts when I when I'm driving a lot. Um, so I would say outside of like cartoons and video games and, and, and anime, I, I think film uh and and really good like dramatic television that sort of thing mm. yeah I, I really like that too yeah well what are, what are some of your favorite films just offhand oh my gosh i used to have a well i think i still have it on my computer i used to have a full top 100 list that i would curate oh that, shit. that's how much of a fucking dork i am uh i think it used to go something like braveheart goodfellas uh, mm. uh, um, Seven Samurai, um, mm-hmm. those kind of sort of like heavier films. I'm really into like the Brian De Palma, sure. the Brian De Palma stuff. The um, you know, sort of mo- I love modern gangster films. Like those are some of my favorites. And then I also love yeah. really bad shitty Roadhouse movies. You know, I mean, I, I love it all. I'll, I'll I'll watch almost anything. Yeah. What is the last movie? you watched in recent memory what did i i just watched uh, well last night i just put on the uh, the star trek remake again for some reason while i was while i was working oh the had, first one yeah yeah had it in the background yeah had, yeah had, it's a solid yeah hadn't watched it since the theater so i watched that last night uh night before that what did i watch i watched a movie i can't remember what it was and then before that it was ray's movie it was malignant i uh oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I sat down with the wife and i was like this is fun this is like old James Wan like this is like it's got like some right Raimi sort of feel to it it's pulpy and ridiculous and utterly stupid and completely fun uh yeah I, I really enjoyed it as like a popcorn movie and then you know my buddy is like the lead like the lead voice in it and I was like well that's fucking yeah. sick like I had such a good time yeah I, yeah we did we did the whole thing yeah, I, we, we dropped down the projector made popcorn like sat down like full-on movie-watching experience at the house uh, to watch that one. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I just recently watched for the first time, um, speaking of Malignant, which I should watch Malignant, but I saw Insidious for the first time. Oh, yeah. Like, like uh, what, like two weeks ago or like a week ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was great. It was yeah. really fucking fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I think of, of his stuff, I haven't, I haven't seen, like, The Conjuring, but... Have I seen? I might be mixing up directors here. Um, no, I con- I Conjuring is is James Wan. I'm pretty darn sure. Conjuring is him, but I haven't seen The Conjuring. I'm oh, it's super else solid. The main, no, I know the mainline yeah. ones. The mainline ones. The third one's the weakest, but the mainline ones are super solid. I really enjoyed mm. them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the most recent one was uh, oh, what was it? It's like. Um, Oh, it's got a name, or ah, I can't remember what it was. But yeah, uh, it was the weakest, but it was still fun. Yeah. Uh, a couple friends and I, we do a regular uh, weekly movie night. So what we do is uh, we take turns bringing a movie. Hmm. Um, and what, what we've been doing lately um, is <laughs> we we had a ch- we, so we've done like weird themes. Like during um, uh, November, we were like, all right, we're gonna do a planes, trains, and automobiles, <sighs> quote unquote, theme. So like someone picked uh, Con Air, and then I picked Snowpiercer, and then uh, have you ever seen Spielberg's Duel? Ooh, Spielberg's Duel. No, it's one of his. I think it might be his first movie. Oh, you got me. Uh, and okay. It's fantastic. It awesome. is a thriller action film about I don't want to say too much, sure. but it just it's it's just a guy driving and uh that's kind of all you need to know is it's it just that I don't want to say what happens in it. But oh, it, it sounds is, uh, that might be one of those that like I saw forever ago and it just left maybe, the yeah. left the memory well, but I got to watch it again now. Well then rewatch it or or, or just watch it cuz it is so in, it's just wild and uh yeah so that's that's a great one so that was like but the, what the recent thing we've been doing is um we were like okay i don't i don't remember how this came up but can we come up with a, a not a favorite movie but like a movie we really enjoy for mm-hmm. every letter of the alphabet <laughs> title wise and each of us came up with a list and so we've been switching off we've been like okay i start with a which i presented a Assassination, which is a Korean, I could I describe it as like Korean and glorious bastards. Yes. Oh my gosh. That, that's great but that, movie. Is that older? It's a little older, right? A little older, but not that. Like maybe like uh, I want to say five or so years yeah, ago. Yeah, that probably. sounds right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're yeah. talking about. I don't know if I've seen it though. 
Yeah, um, some other ones that have come up um, along the way. Uh, have you ever seen Dear Zachary? Oh, no, huh? Uh, that's a documentary, which um, I'll say for you and for those listening, don't look up anything about it. Just watch it. It's okay. a documentary. It will, it's mind-blowing. <laughs> it, 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 but, but it's best to not know anything going in. A lot of these movies, it's just like, let's just watch it. You know, just go in uh, and experience it for yourself. I'm, I'm going to have um, to re- re-listen to this podcast just to remember all of uh, your recommendations. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing that you'll learn about me, or maybe have learned about me, is I love <laughs> recommending things to people. Like, I'm like you know, movies, shows, board games, whatever, food, you know, restaurants. I, that's, I, I'm a very, like... I gotta try all these things, blah 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 blah. That, that's <laughs> I, so. When you said, "Oh, I'm a nerd," I did a top hundred movie list. I'm like, "Yes, yeah, so, so nerdy." As I look at my ten lists on my computer <laughs> of like things. Uh, well, you're, you, we're, we're the perfect uh, counterbalance because I have a I have a note in my uh, iPhone that I've been carrying over since like the iPhone two, and yeah. uh, and uh, it's just called Random Reminders. And it's reminders Ooh. and recommendations that people have given me, but I don't give them any context. So if you were to say to me, like, mm. Spielberg, the duel, I would just put it in my phone and forget about it. <laughs> yeah. And I still yeah. look at it and, like, all of a sudden I'm reading the Sandman comic and I don't know why. And it was because it was <laughs> in my reminders from, like, 2011 or something. <laughs> like, yeah, that yeah. is smart. Yeah, I have a friend who does this very similar thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that is good. Like, Because I'll, I'll get a recommendation and I'll just be like, Oh shit! Like, what was it? But <laughs> yeah, that is smart. That is smart. I know the question. Um, probably about movies or something. Like, like I, again, I just if we wanted to just talk about movies the entire time, uh, <laughs> honestly, I could. Oh no, I I do remember what it was, and uh, we can we can uh, be a brief on this because I'm sure you've talked about it one sure. billion times. Yeah. But so you know, I'm I'm always interested for people who like myself were mm. fans of like anime and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Now. Uh, your so getting into the industry, mm-hmm. uh, was it you know, I'm sure it was primarily like, or I, I would just love to know very just short yeah. the you know, TLDR, I, what got you into the voiceover I, sort of industry? I was joking when I said I'd set myself on the booth, and <laughs> I, I, I actually, <laughs> I, I still love my job, so I, I, I'm all I'm I'm super glad to talk shop with someone. Uh, that's also in the industry that that's a pleasure that's a a pleasure for me um what's sure. what we were joking about is what's not always a pleasure is when you know you just you know you get you get the run of the mill questions that you that you have answered a million times but um and i think i might have touched on this before but yeah. it's always it's, it's a little frustrating because it, it, it's always presented as if there's like one easy answer which right? is obviously like not. A, yeah like oh how do you do it because I, I just want to do it and it's like well uh and i've i've been pretty frank to people before and i even made like a whole video about it i was just like if you're asking this you're already behind yeah <laughs> i'm sorry I, I like, you're that, already behind i watched yeah. that video mm-hmm. yeah 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 oh, and, okay, I, and okay. i believe yeah. i think you say at some point which has sort of become the the the, the easiest pat answer is there there is no one path it's not right like, it's yeah. not like you're signing up for the military and and this is how you this is how you end up you know working your way up to sergeant or whatever like there's not a way there's not a way to do it uh, sure. It's not climbing the corporate ladder. It's 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 a lot of talent and a lot of happenstance and a lot of luck and a lot of right place, right time. And I think one of the biggest things about it is is um, it's like it's like the Jeremy Lin effect, right? Like when your time comes. That's a sports reference. Sorry. Uh, it's like when your time comes <laughs> and someone passes you the ball. Uh, yeah. you better be ready to fucking drain that three. You know what I mean? Like, yes, like, exactly. And yeah. Because you get those opportunities so very rarely, and when they come along, you've got to be queued up for them. So that's when, when, some, when somebody asks me that who's a beginner, I'm always like, get your skills down first. You know, sure. like, like you're talking about entering an incredibly competitive marketplace where even people who've been doing it forever may not get the... The, the 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 monetary support and the the you may never have something that hits as an actor so you know right. just just know that what you're trying to do is 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 difficult but i also say i'm just a fucking kid from the, the middle of missouri like my odds of ending mm. up here are way you know i don't have I don't have family in the business. I don't have any of that sort of thing. Like I sort of just busted my ass and, and, and made my own way. So that's where yeah. I, that's where I started in the Midwest. I started doing theater. That's a very common story. I went, sure. pro- went, went professional when I was uh, 10, like, like, uh, 
doing uh, professional plays. I went equity, yeah. I went equity, and um, and then I started doing summer stock when I was uh, in my adolescent years, and then uh, all the way through high school. I I did participate in high school theater, but I also did pro shows during the summer when I wasn't in school, or I would get time mm. off to, to do a couple of weeks at a regional theater. And then uh, this, I did take a fairly traditional path. Uh, then I went to undergrad and uh, and um, started in a conservatory program. Didn't really love it because I've been doing my theater my whole life. And I felt like the education mm. part of it sucked. Like if you're in a BFA conservatory, you only have to do 12 hours of like general credit shit. And I told my parents, yeah. I was like, hey, I'm in college, but like I already have my equity card and I feel like everybody in my class is dumb and I don't like it here. Like, what right, if I right. went, yeah, it's like, what if I went to a state school or what if I went to a, like, what if I went and got a BA instead of a BFA and if I liked it, I'll go get my master's. So that's exactly what I did. I, I auditioned all around and um, got a full full ride to UNLV and I went to UNLV and uh, they take a graduate class every three years. So they were like, okay, come to undergrad and you'll be right on track. You'll come in at 22 and take over mm. and start teaching courses. They didn't have TAs. We were all PTIs. We taught the undergrads because the undergrad class wow. was so, so big. So I did that for three years, got my master's. And then in 2007, when I was 25, I, I moved out to Los Angeles and started started kind of grinding. And um, then sure. when I left grad school, I had the idea of wanting to do voiceover. So I took nine of my friends, wrote demos for them all. And we all did demos and we launched a little company website. And this was our weird backdoor in. And um, we we had a very diverse group of people with a very diverse group of talents. And we marketed ourselves as like a one-stop shop. Like, oh, you want to do your short film? Come over here. You want to do a commercial with a cast? Mm. And we did stuff together. And it, it was a dumb idea. But what it ended up happening is it, it launched pad of the nine people, myself, and then like one other person who really used the website and the company to do it. So that was our weird little mm. idea of trying to break into the industry. Did it work? I don't know, but we all got demos out of it and the people who wanted to capitalize, capitalized. So, sure, um, sure. and then the rest of it was just a grind. It was get a shitty agent, do shitty jobs, get a slightly better agent, get better jobs, yeah. chunk, chunk, right. chunk, 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 until you end up sort of at the best agency that you can be at. And then, um, you know, working on like AAA stuff. And for me, that all was right. about a, um, that's about a 14 year uh, journey, but I haven't had a sure. side. I've been full time for about 11 years now. I haven't done anything else but voice acting. So, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. And I mean, a lot of it, you know, for people, you know, it, it even on the outside, you know, it looks very glamorous or whatever, especially, you know, just in, and to be fair, when I was, you know, because uh, I'm, I'm curious. So, like, you know, you, I, mm. you, so you've been acting for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, but for some people, um, for me, I think it was like high school where I was like, oh, I would love to be a. A voice actor but sure. for you it was more like uh like i'm already acting you know professionally mm -hmm. um what what sort of sparked the interest in the voiceover specifically yeah was you know, it your love of the medium before or was it just yeah. like watching a behind the, you know i think it's a different story for a lot of different people yeah so. uh, it's a, definitely a little bit of both uh, a lot of it was the love of of that part of the industry i used to run home to catch um afternoon cartoons like yeah, like yeah. absolutely like i would sprint home and I sort of had the same realization in like middle school, high school is like, oh, those are people doing those voices, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like that's a job. I'd like to do that. And then right. uh, it evolved a little bit in college because um, in 2001, Final Fantasy X dropped and I was a yeah. huge Final Fantasy fan. And uh, to my recollection, that was the first Final Fantasy that had uh, full voice acting in English. And um and mm -hmm. it was Tara Strong, John DiMaggio, uh, uh, James Arnold Taylor, who all go on to become icons. And I'm sure there's more sure. in there that I'm missing. And um, playing through that game was a really like emotional experience for me because I really enjoyed the game. But I also went, oh, this is the future. This Because uh, mm. I never played a game like that. I, I was like, this yeah. is 80 hours of, a co of content. I wonder how long this took. This had to take a couple of years. This is... This is, you know, 20 times longer than your average movie. So um, so that was like the very first spark of that idea of, oh, it's not just cartoons. Like it's mm. it, it's everything you hear on the radio. It's everything you hear on TV. So that's sort of planted the seed for me. And um, gotcha. so I had it in the back of my head. And then when I moved to L.A., obviously, I pursued all the traditional paths. I worked in commercials. I did uh, a couple of films. I did a few television guest spots. I did uh, stunt work for a little while. And then um, I was making a living doing that. And then I just sort of realized the limitations of mm -hmm. um, of, of my appearance. 
And that had, yep. that had always been an issue for me because um, I'm uh, I'm mixed ethnicity. So uh, I'm like one six Native American, but like the way I look, it's very dominant. Like I have dark features. I've got, you know, jet black hair, uh, you, you know. So so mm-hmm. if you were to cast me in Los Angeles uh, tw- uh, 15 years ago, you'd probably try to put me on a show like Longmire or you'd try to find me a, a supporting role in like Twilight or some shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I realized uh, pretty quickly that I was uh, too uh, too much a person of color to play white, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. if you want a Native American, you can put in a call and you can have... 50 guys from the Lakota reservation come down and they're going to give you a level of authenticity that, that I wouldn't be able to match regardless of my, my acting skill, especially for the types of parts, parts that they were. And then I was doing some stuff for like, um, for like UVN and like, uh, Hispanic marketing and, and commercials and stuff like that. But then they'd ask me to speak Spanish and I would go, Oh yeah, well, I I can do a, a very accurate accent, but, uh, I don't, look the part and I'm I'm not the part and it became mm-hmm. really apparent to me and even in theater I would experience that because I would go and mm-hmm. I would do I would do these shows and before 20 years ago it was like well you're not going to cast me in a Noel Coward play with a bunch of like super waspy white people it's just not going to happen mm-hmm. and if you're yeah. and if your Shakespeare play is hyper British uh, I'm not going to be it's not going to be me and that was just the stone mm-hmm. cold truth of sort of the uh, the ethnicity aspect of, of casting that where everyone told me when I went to L.A., they were like, oh, you're multi-ethnic. You're going to go out there and crush it. You'll be able to play everybody. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, they don't want everybody. They want yeah. this one thing. Uh, right. and, they, and so the, the, the idea of becoming a full-time professional actor under those circumstances seemed more and more bleak, even though I was living... I was making a living on camera, like f- good enough to survive, like where I didn't have to have a side job. But at the same time, I wasn't doing the kind of work that I wanted to do. So um, yeah, that's exactly. when I sort of started to pivot into voiceover. And the more I started working in that, I became less available to audition for th- projects on camera that I didn't want to do anyway. So right. um, in 2014, I, uh, I, I, I told my, uh, my on-camera agent, Sayonara, and uh, that was it for me. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that absolutely makes sense. Like, um, you know, I, I still, I still very not not nearly as often as voiceover, but I, I you know, I still I do have a, a non camera agent, and so sure. I do I do read. Yeah, but I, I it's in my mind, you know, I'm like I don't care. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I it's like I I'm sorry. Like I don't. Oh, white leads best nerd friend i don't care i you know yeah. i mean it's it's one of those things where i always approach is like yeah that'd be that'd be fun but what am i more what am i really interested in voiceover i love voiceover you know it's yeah. what i was interested in, in the first place and it'll you know it, and like you said you know physical appearance means nothing you know you know in that if if you can if you can perform you know you know, what the, you know what the cool part is yeah. though if you mm. if in five years you change your mind you can because you, yeah, a guy yeah. like you mm. has the the skills to do both and i don't necessarily know that always crosses over so if you mm. if, if one if in five years you're and i'm just picking a random number random whatever but you go you know what i just don't have the passion for voiceover i had anymore i want to go try to pursue my on camera again there's not, nothing nothing stopping you. you you can just do whatever you can do whatever you want as long as you got the quality chops you know i'm and which obviously do I, i'm gonna call it a vine but like i saw your short youtube the other day that were like voice of how i'm cast for my voice and you're like i'm the hero of agatha and then you're like and I, was like I mean i get it i get it i get it but i, I while I, I understand that self-deprecating humor and i don't fully agree i would also say like i i, I get i get the point like like i, yeah, I play yeah. like 14 year olds and i'm a 225 pound six foot indian it's like like what, what are we talking about here you know so voiceover is cool man you can be really transformative it's a lot of fun right um now i like to uh give the guests an opportunity if you would like uh is there uh either a question for me you'd like to ask or a topic that you would like to bring up and if dude, not don't worry about dude, it dude of course if you, you have you've been hitting me with questions the whole time so let me ask you this yeah, as sure, a ch- what's up? as a child of the uh the internet because that's where 
I know you from before we we met sure. by working with each other. What has it been like for you to transition through all of the different platforms? Like like right because you were a Vine guy, OG, right? Like that was your mm. that, uh, no no. Correct I'd me if I'm say wrong. OG. Mm, uh, <laughs> I'd say if we're if we're going through my sort of origin story of online uh, presence, yes, then the the initial seeds would actually be Tumblr. Whoa, yeah, yeah. So, Tumblr's Tumblr's uh, scary for me. I don't, I don't know anything about it. Oh, I, feel I, like... I I don't do Tumblr anymore. Tumblr is Tumblr has become a very scary place. It's but, evolved. <laughs> but, it's evolved, but, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, but back in like let's say twenty. Uh, Oh God! Now it's like what 20, 2012 now. You know, about nine, about nine, nine or so years ago. Okay. Um, it wasn't it wasn't nearly as scary as it is now. Okay. And um, around that time, uh, that was like me going. You know, uh, I really want to do voiceover. Uh, no idea how I could possibly even fathom getting into it, but I know I want to do it. Uh, and this, I'm like, you know, if it's two thousand, what did I just say? Twenty twelve. It's twenty twelve. Then I'm about. Oh yeah, no, I remember. I just graduated college, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, what the fuck do I do, right? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I like obviously I can try to get like a quote unquote. A, I don't want to say like a real job, but you know, like a more traditional, a traditional job that my parents might want me to, or you know, go to graduate school, which nothing wrong with graduate school, but it was not like something I wanted to do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. if if there was something a career that I really desperately wanted, I would do all the you know I, I I would do all the work in the world. But um, for me, I knew it was voiceover, so I started Tumblr. And um, listeners have heard this, but I'll I'll give you the scoop on this. Is basically uh, I started Tumblr and I started doing an audio clip every day, and I did it for. <gasps> four years or something like that. Whoa. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that was my start was like, I, I just grunt I, pure level. Cause that was shit. You know, I was, you know, I look back at like, you know, 10 years ago, you know, I was just a kid, right. You know, out sure. of college, like who de- had no real experience at all. Yeah. And so what it was though, was it was exponential growth for me because of course just, and I tell people this all the time, like, you know, the most common, if I, if I could TLDR, how to get into voice acting or really whatever you want to do mm-hmm. is just start doing it and do it all the time, but without any guarantee of success. Right. So for that, that was me. That was, I was like, okay, I know what, I know I want to do this. I know I'm not that good, but I'm going to just record myself. So I recorded myself doing different like scenes, monologues. You know, just that's that's all I did every single day. I literally did not miss a day for many years um, uh, because I was mm-hmm. like, you know, before then, you know, I, I would say if we're truthfully speaking, about, like YouTube was like very early YouTube. I would like put up put up stuff, but you mm. know. I would always be like, oh, it's, it, you know, it takes too long and oh, just, you know, uh, nobody's watching, uh, whatever. And then I was like, OK, so to motivate myself i was like okay then do this thing you can do this you can sit down in front of a microphone and record yourself every day you know and do something you know doing nothing doing that is better than nothing well let's talk well let's talk about why let's talk about why that separates you from the pack because if if you want to get into brass tacks about how to get into this business that's actually sure. a pretty shitty question I, because i think the real question is how do you get good and and yeah. and, and that yeah. is such a part that people miss like how do i get in and i was like I don't know, get good first. And and, and exactly. yeah. to be fair, there are a lot of people out there that are very good that will never break in. It'll just, mm. they'll just have bad luck their whole life and that's fucking life. Sorry, it sucks, yeah. but that's yeah. just the truth. But but where that story, which I've never heard before, resonates with me is because sports analogy, uh, if you were doing anything at a high level that required practice, uh, uh, mm-hmm. that's the way to go about it. So not only now does the internet love you because you're consistent and the internet loves consistency, but you mm-hmm. are uh, sort of unwittingly and then apparently uh, purposefully running drills, like doing something yeah. every day, the sitting down and doing of it. The hardest part about writing is sitting down and writing, you know, and there's so many people are so full of shit. They're so full of ideas and, and e- maybe even talent. And if mm-hmm. you don't do anything, if you don't run the drills, if you do not get good, you will never succeed. You might be able to yep. skate, skate by a little bit, 
uh, on your chops and your talent. Uh, there are there are undeniable some people with just some God given talent, but um, but but you have to capitalize on it, especially if you're not the best starting out. Like you said, you suck. I highly doubt that. But you've obviously been given a gift. You've got a beautiful, uh, sonorous, uh, lovely to listen <laughs> to voice. You would be a dummy if you didn't capitalize on that and 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 you are and and by running those drills that's that's what separate that's why you're finding success and other people aren't and a lot of people will look at you or whomever and go oh they just made it because they were early in the tumblr days <laughs> and you're like well no he made it because for four years he did a thing that you want to do that you just think you can do but you're not putting in the time so that's how you get into and then get good at at anything so yeah. I, I really love that story that that, that takes yeah, a mean, it was all just grinding right it was not just grinding yeah. for acting but also like you know i eventually it started as like you know just doing like scenes from existing things but then yeah i started to i think even before i had always like in college i you know i did like acting stuff and you know and writing i would write scenes and like comedic scenes and um that was also you know what started getting me attention on tumblr mm. was like um not only like you know after a certain point like oh like this guy is pretty good but also like i would do i would write comedic audio stuff you know you just yeah. on tumblr it has this great feature which on twitter has only very recently implemented where you could just do audio clips you just press play you listen to a thing yeah. um so you know make just me recording like a shit post it's something that people do now but this was me you know ages ago this was before vine and this was like how people started to get to know like oh like and there were you know uh, and, you know, started doing, like, indie games, you know, like, uh, mm -hmm. uh, booked in my first indie game, uh, like, 2014. Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, you know, and then, you know, as it, it's a grind, right? So if you from there, you know, you get referred to here and there and, you know, people go, oh, yeah, this guy's good. You should, you know, audition him and do that. And, you know, that was sort of the build up. A lot of people, you know think I just sort of appeared out of nowhere or something out of like YouTube or Vine or even but <laughs> yeah. uh, just know that there was a four year period of not you know I started from literally zero I started from uh, uh, no one knew who the fuck I was and I was like oh I don't care that wasn't even the goal I didn't care if anyone knew who I was but that's it was such just... a that's such a poor yeah well I know okay I'm glad you said that because and I'm not judging what you said but I think that's such a poor metric of of personal success of, of absolutely how, yes how well I 100% you're known. agree and people yes. conflate 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 the two because there are plenty of people out there with hundreds of thousands or or a million followers on on whatever social media and 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 who are dying to do the caliber level of work that certain people who have a couple thousand followers who don't give a shit about mm -hmm. social media are doing. It's a really poor, poor, poor metric. Some people though are smart and have been able to, to leverage both against each other and, or, or for each other. And, uh, and, and that's a smart play, but, but dude, I was a rising star for like six years. And then the next thing I knew, I was like, Oh, he's in everything. Get him out of here. <laughs> like there's no fucking in between you, 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 you know, you go up and then you're like, wait, now you don't like me anymore. I'm, 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 what are you talking about? He's like newcomer, Robbie Damon. I'm like, bitch, I've been doing this since 2009. What are <laughs> right. you talking about? Newcomer? I'll kill you. I've got 200 credits on IMDb and they're all good. Like get yeah. out of here. Like, so, you know, uh, but, but, but yeah. And then the next thing you know, you're an old timer. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a funny business in that way, but, um, right, yeah. Right. What a yeah, cool, so, how cool. Yeah. And, and then that led to Vine and then other things and, and, and an accidental, uh, YouTube career, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, uh, I, I, for me, the rule of thumb has always been though, like I have to only do what I enjoy, you know, if I'm lucky like that. So for YouTube, the 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 way I approach YouTube has always been I only do what I like to do and I don't care if you don't like it I just if you like yeah. it that's great and yeah. if not that's fine this wasn't what I was setting out to do anyway yeah. um but for for voiceover I take it very seriously I've take I've taken it seriously for a very long time and um you know I I, I and, and funnily enough you know um because you, you kind of mentioned that like uh for that i uh there might be other people out there not there might be i know there are <laughs> there are other people like you know every you'll hear like um a, a big streamer or something be like mm -hmm. yeah i think i want to get into voice acting and you know it, to me it 
and some people might say, oh, that's that, that's hypocritical. Did you're you're someone who's online, but for me, I knew how hard it would be, and it yeah. took me a very very long well, time to even get to where I am now. And so I, I just feel like you know, I look at when when someone like says that, I'm like, that's cool. I just hope you're prepared to <laughs> uh, work your ass off. Uh, well, if you're talking about the down and dirty truth of what it means to be a professional voice actor these days, uh, it has shifted wildly just in my mm. time in the business in the last decade and a half. Because um, I would say, uh, a lot of people will say, oh, you're in this golden era where you've got so many more opportunities. And mm -hmm. um, I, I would make the argument that, yes, that's true, but it also comes at the sacrifice of, of, of quality. And I think there's a lot of amazing stuff being made, but there's such a glut in media and we've also unfortunately sort of dismantled um the way that actors get paid like um mm. you know our unions slowly been disintegrating in my opinion and mm. residual residuals have become uh used to be what actors relied on between gigs because gigs were so few and far between yeah, um and, and streaming and, and everything and all yeah, that it's, it's very so fuzzy. i make the joke yeah. I, yeah i make the joke that i'm doing uh i'm doing six times the amount of work that I was doing 10 years ago, but for the same pay. Uh, because no. the, sh the shows that I was doing 10 years ago were series deals and they were airing on television. And, it, right. and, and, it's, and, and it's, a whole, it's a whole different animal now. So if you want to be a professional voice actor, you better learn how to grind in every single form of that that you can do. I yeah. think gone are the, like, unless you're just a real specialist commercial guy and even that commercials are getting destroyed and turning all non-union mostly like 70 percent or something mm. um you you need to be able to do commercials promos uh, you know audiobooks cartoons video games anime like at this point it's more about uh casting a wide net and getting um that's how i've survived for the last 15 years is because i yeah. do a little bit of of, of everything and sure. then also generating your own content has become a massive yeah. part of it so you know mm -hmm. you say you say streamers are, are are like wanting to do voiceover i'm like look at the number of voice actors streaming right now and kind of doing it shittily like a couple mm -hmm. of people are doing it well and i think congratulations to them but like very few people have the chops to do it on the reg and consistently and have the charisma to carry a channel and yeah. um and that, that's a younger person's game but you know more power to them and the ones that are doing them doing it great i'm stoked about but like they'll be the first to tell you too yeah you want to be a pro streamer? You better gr you better get ready to grind too. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like like it's this. It, everything takes work, and there. And I've always thought, as a lifelong actor, that the stigma around being an actor is easy. And yeah, I could do that. It, it's this very deceptive thing where the thing that you're watching seems like it would be easy to do. Right. And it just, it's totally belies the truth of what it takes to to do it. And I'm not exalting us like, oh, it's so hard, you know, like, no, <laughs> fuck, it's harder to be a firefighter for sure. But it's also not an easy profession just to break into either. Yeah. I mean, the job is to make it look easy, right? You know, to make it's it seem effortless, to make it seem like, oh, yeah, so natural. Yeah. But, you know, I mean. Yeah. It's supposed to be effortless, joyful, natural, organic. Like, those are all the things you shoot for in acting. The only problem is. It, it, it takes a long time to, to learn how to do that. Can you pretend well enough to fool the entire audience? Because right. if, 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 yeah, because if you suck at it and, and a couple of people hate it in this Internet day and age, they're going to let you know, yeah. you know. So, so yeah, we're, we're much more intimately connected to the audience than we have ever been before. So, um, so yeah, yeah, get good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get good, yeah, and get good, and, and we mean that in the most constructive way. Like, you know, just of course, get, yeah, get good, and you know, uh, you know, it, it's it's funny as I've you know, there are people because um, I think you mentioned you touched on something that I thought was uh, very true uh, that you know there are certain people that are amazing who like won't necessarily maybe not or not I don't want to say will never but you know aren't necessarily getting the what the success they deserve right. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I 100% agree with that. You know, there and oh yeah, you know, even even when I was doing, you know, like uh, indie game stuff, you know, the, mm -hmm. it, I, I was always, I'm always telling people like that. You know, you got to be able to compete because even on that level, and I, I hesitate to say that level because I think a lot of those actors are fantastic, but you know, yeah. competition is fierce. It is fierce. They are very yeah. good, and a lot of them have since you know uh, gone up into you know bigger and bigger stuff in the industry. Um, and then it's like, you know, 
as you if you are going to try to do this seriously it's like can you take on every other actor out there who's working like that's essentially what you're yeah. doing uh so it, it's and i and i've heard stories you know from people like you know who weren't necessarily ready and they step in and they they choke you know that it, it of course it's, it's not a good look and it's, it's unfortunate and you know that's so it, it is a thing where you have to just get get as ready as you can and so that when yep. that door opens you fucking knock it out of the park and they go oh yeah no yeah. this person ready great. sports sports yeah. analogy number three here comes hat trick yeah. oh does that make it four <laughs> I don't ah, yeah, let's keep going <laughs> Uh, 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 it's, it's, it's not it is not a team sport nor is it even nor is it even a one-on-one sport nor is it boxing or tennis it is a it is a fucking battle royale you it is you yeah. versus it is you versus everyone and and one of the best things that I did in this business is made I feel like I've made a lot of friends with my rivals. I took the mm. true anime. I took the true anime path. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a rising tides, right? Uh, lists all shift ships, and, and 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 I really believe in that. So when Max and Ray and I, who who we do a lot of work together, and and we become great friends and business partners, and we do we do a live show together, and all these things that we do together. The reason that we were brought together is because we were working together and therefore competition. And the smartest thing we ever did is say, well, why don't we just be buddies and why don't we yeah. help each other out? Well, early early in the days, we would listen to each other's auditions and we would say, hey, did you did you get this down the pipe? Like we would talk inside ball and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you'd be good. Let me throw your name in the hat for this. And we would, or, you know, we would we'd do that for each other. And, yeah. and it's one of the and it, I could have just as easily been like fucking Max Middleman. He just he, he <laughs> right. just booked that. And if you get that starvation mentality, that spiteful mentality, you're you're out the door. You can't. Yeah. You will never survive in this business because it's full of rejection and strife and and difficulties and ebbs and flows and ups and downs. And you know sometimes it's great and sometimes it's not so great. And you need to have a tight circle like that. Yeah. So you know whenever someone that I trust. Because I keep my tur- my circle, I keep my circle tight. Whenever I, yeah. someone I trust says, you know, oh hey, you really need to know this person. You know, go like I don't do a lot of podcasts, but I'm going to mm. do a podcast for you just because I I know you, the the times we chatted and uh, and through through Ray and like that's when someone like that vouches for someone that I know, I just go, oh yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Oh, let me let me talk to this person. It sounds like they they sound awesome. So. No, I'm, yeah, I'm really 100% glad. the same way. Um, yeah. You know, I, I do keep... Um, there are people who, like... How can I word this in the politest way? They they kind of want to be friends with everyone and charm everybody, right? They're like, oh, yeah, I yeah. know. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that's just not my personality. Like, for me, I'm, you know, yeah. Bro, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, uh, even though I've been a theater kid my whole life, I've always been, like, that outside-looking-in theater kid that still did sports and, you know... Still, still did outdoor stuff, and you know, still, still was not always like just do or die that. And and like the problem with like quote unquote Hollywood or whatever you want to call it is there is this sort of sycophantic mentality that that, mm. that you can also get along with the starvation mentality that nothing is more off putting to me. Yes. Like you want to be you want to be nice to everyone, you want to network, but when someone comes to me who I kind of know at a cursory level and and they reach out. And I go, what's up? And then I, I, I can predict when they're gonna ask something of me. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and 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 that's that's unfortunate because like I I I've tried to never be that guy, and every time I've asked for something, I've always tried to bring something to the table. Sure. You know, and 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 I don't want to dissuade people from reaching out. Like um, like my very first job out here in 2009, I, I was partnered with um Stephanie Shea on this uh, animated pilot, mm. and I and the you know, and I'm, I'm green as they come. I'm 26. I run out, or, or it's 2008 maybe. I run out to her and I'm like, "Hey, you're so cool. I know this is weird, but like, I'm, I'm super new to this." And it was with Warner Brothers, you know. And I'm like, "I'm like, I'm super new to this. It was my first booking thing. I really liked working with you. Do you, do you think I can just have your email and like ask you questions?" But and she became a great friend and was so helpful to me. Yeah. Like I think don't think things like that or or whatever. But like. I'm friends with uh, Matt Mercer, and him and I have been buddies for for years, and we've been in each other's circles, sort of like you know, r- rotating orbs. You know, I go to his wedding; he comes to mine. Like we're buddies. Sure. And never once did I ever think to be like, Matt, can I be on Critical Role? Because <laughs> right. how 
fucking sick of that would you be if you're Matt Mercer? Yeah. Like, like you'd have to be questioning every friendship of every voice actor that comes along. Right. And and I just I I never did that. And and Matt would say things to me like, Hey man, we're, we're you know we'd love to get you on the show sometime. You're like, Yeah man, if it happens, cool. I'd, yeah. I'd love to. Of course, it sounds like fun. And then it never did. And then this year, yeah, he sends me a text. And he's like, What are you doing this year? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh cool, it's time to do the thing. Fun. And and I, I, I don't know. I, I think having genuine friendships in this business where you can be mutually beneficial uh, for each other and sort of help each other out. That's that's the way to go. And mm. and I think as as I think as Hollywood and and online relationships change and and all and and the, I love the VO community as a whole and the things that we do to each other do for each other. I think it's a really positive community. And I think things are shifting that way to where we all just sort of help each other out. Yeah. And um and, and I, 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 I really look forward to see seeing sort of like where that goes. I think that culture is is because we realize, you know, we're just freelance artists and we've got to help each other. So. And I, I think also, um, I feel like with this generation of actors, uh, a lot of people just have the same interests, you know, same interests, you know, a bunch of fucking nerds, right? You know, a lot of, a lot of us are nerds yeah. in some way or another. And, uh, you know, that, that leads to just, I mean, for me, you know, uh, what makes me want to quote unquote befriend or like you know, even just reach out and be like get to know someone I mean I, I had you on because I was like this guy's yeah. a weeb huh this guy's a weeb okay <laughs> like yeah. one tweet huh that was what it, that's what it did it well. was like that and I think it was like another, yeah, but you know, I, I mean very similarly I had um do you know you know Zara Fuzzle um oh yeah yeah, yeah. we worked uh, a couple of things together yeah, yeah yeah uh she made a tweet or something about like uh Utena and I was like yo she fucking knows Utena I I need to talk to this person. And then it was a great, you know, I mean, I worked and I'd worked with her before, but I had never gotten mm-hmm. to like really know her. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just, you know, but that's, uh, but I love that's sitting bizarre, down with people. Isn't it, yeah. isn't it bizarre though that like there are so, isn't it bizarre that it took this podcast for you and I to spend an hour together? Yeah. And that's, and then, and, and I think it's so cool that we got to do it, but at the same time, like you might not ever do that with some of your your long-term relationships and you know or, or that you've had online i sure. know a million people's people online that i feel like i know that i realize i've never met them face to face and that's a it's the bizarre world that we live in especially now in these super bizarre times yeah but um but yeah 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 listen 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 yeah. i want to come play a board game with you. Oh, well, okay. I am tragically, I am tragically terrible at it. Okay. Uh, you know, like my skills end at like Monopoly, but I'm not an idiot and I can learn rules. Uh, so listen, if you ever have a space at the table, somebody calls in sick, uh, let a brother know because I'll be there. I will. I'm no, just no, saying, it's I'm just funny saying. you mentioned because I was about to do a little bit of like, oh, by the way, I'm going to ask you a question. I, I have something to ask of you. <laughs> Uh, Robbie, and that's uh, yeah. I was gonna ask, you know, no. how interested are you in, uh, you know, board games? You know, uh, but here's the thing: you don't use that, right? Like, you don't. That is your joy, oh, right? I fucking like love you it. Make, yeah. Mm-hmm. You you might make. Do you make any content about board games at all? Ever? I do. I mean, I make I make board game reviews, but they they do uh, historically not nearly as well. But I just do them because I love doing them. Yeah. But but you're not like trying. You don't have like a a, a board game live stream or anything, right? Uh, not. I'll do charity ones every now and then. But no, I'm not like, hey, I, you got to watch my board game show. No, I don't have anything like that. No. Yeah, you're playing. You're playing it because you love it. Yeah. No. Yeah. And that's that's that, that's so cool. And I and and I I know that of you from your social media presence. That that like that's your passion. And what I'm interested in is is is. Uh, partaking of people's passions like that's why I would like to come play board games with you because there'd be no capitalizing on it for me it just sounds like fucking fun what have you played in the past oh my god what's the one with meeples that one's super fun the one with meeples (laughs) Uh, my friend that is a whole genre but the the OG meeples what is it uh, not Corkinol Carcassonne that's really fun yeah 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 Mm mm-hmm I can understand Carcassonne with I have the big box with all the expansions. I can follow that. Okay. I've played a f- I've played a few like uh, RPG ones. Like I've I've gone on and like like I've I've done like little shows where they're like we're releasing a new one. Come play this for three hours. I was like and I 
I really love it. But mostly I just love being around the table and, and bullshitting. If you said come play cards for four hours, I'd be like, let's go. Mm. But uh, if you came, if you said come play this super weird uh, space mining tabletop, I'm, I'm in. Let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll be, a, I'll be a, an idiot, but, but I'll, I'll be a lovable idiot if you have me. For me, it, it doesn't matter what level of experience or whatever. It's just the interest. So, yes, absolutely. I would love to have you. I mean, especially, you know. Uh, I have Ray over all the time, and because I, mean, I mean, Ray Ray is like, uh, he's a he's a hungry board game player. I've I've found you know he's very fun to play, mm-hmm. with. and I would you know, uh, yeah, I would. I'm always looking for for me, um, the board the board gaming is something that has been just one of my favorite things to do. I mean, I mentioned before I don't do video games, and that's because board games board games have basically taken the place. And for me, it's yeah, it's so much more satisfying because it's it's social. You know, you get to yep. you know do stuff with people, and I I love learning you know new games and like uh, I have I don't know. It's just for me, all of my hobbies or even if it's media consumption uh, is just like I love trying the next new thing and just becoming a mass you know let's start having a mastery knowledge so I can be like. Not only because I can recommend stuff to people because I love recommending stuff, but also just uh, experiencing it all. I'm greedy. I'm gluttonous. I love, <laughs> you know, pl- I want to play as many different things or do as many different things as I can. So uh, I would wow. I would love to have you uh, over for that, man. Um, yeah, if you ever need a, v- a village idiot, I, I, I'm your guy. <laughs> I'm in. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, this has been great. Uh, where can people find you? Oh, God. Oh, you had to do that. I know. We have to do that, don't we? Uh, just Robbie Damon uh, everywhere, like uh, Twitter. Uh, in- Actually, no. On Instagram, I'm not. <laughs> oh, no. It's my old Instagram name. I am Robbie Dangerous. Don't listen. Oh, don't. shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bro, I know. Listen, we're talking the OGs of Instagram. I thought it was badass. I wasn't married. I didn't have kids. Uh, it is uh, badass, <laughs> but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Twitter and Instagram mostly. I have a TikTok, I think, but uh, I, I haven't posted a video in like three months. Uh, you know, just I'm, I'm around. Come find me. Come hang out. I always love new people. Fantastic. Well, thanks, man. And I uh, we should uh, we should give him some time. We should. We should Let's do, do it. it. All right. What a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely.